everyone. Hi, hi, welcome. This is Thin Patience, and I'm Delicia. I'm Jordan. And we are here with you guys today. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And thank you for all the love that we have been getting um, on our pages with everything. It's just... It's really appreciative, and thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. So, um, today's my husband's 30th birthday. 30, that's huge. He's freaking out about it. He kept saying, oh my gosh, I'm not in my 20s anymore. I was like, who? Who fucking cares? Sean's birthday is, like, literally in a few weeks. Yeah. Or like and he's thirty. Month. He's thirty. Yeah, yeah, and he's gonna be thirty, and he's kind of freaking yeah. out about this yeah, too. Not- and me, like I am, like, yeah. dude, thirties are about to be lit. <laughs> I had my kids already. Yeah, like I'm gonna get in shape. Yeah. Like maybe have a tummy tuck. Who knows? But thirties, yeah. like I can't wait for thirties. My kids are growing. Yeah, it's fun to watch them. It's I don't. I just don't exciting. see. I don't know. I don't know why people freak out about age so much. It's never been something that I'm. I mean, I'm still, I can say that, and I, I'm only 28, but I just don't, yeah, I don't understand why, like, there's some people who aren't privileged enough to see Live, that age, yeah. so, you know what I, I mean? I think like, that's how it. I totally am. Like, uh, I had a best friend in college pass yeah. away, so, like, after that happened, I swear I was, like, in my room one night, and I was just, like... I will live life to the fullest, no matter what gets thrown at me. And, like, if you really think about it, you're blessed with another day. Yeah. Like, another year. Like, that means you had a whole year of living. That if you are lucky, there's, like, continued growth, um, you know, development Mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, a lot more beer you had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Especially when you get older, I think drinking gets a little more prevalent. So see, you're, we're the total opposite. Like, I, like, have two beers now, and I'm, like, kind of tipsy. I, see, I, I don't want to say drink. that, I guess, not to, like, get drunk, but, like, we just went on, like, a freaking wine tasting. So I would jealous, never do way, that shit ever. Okay, yeah, see, I would never do this, and I'm, like, all getting sophisticated at 29 mm-hmm. drinking wine for the first time. They have a whiskey tasting place down in Denver. You I know, but I don't like whiskey. I will have a horrible time. Yeah, but you didn't like wine either. Okay, but wine, like, doesn't make me want to throw up after Yeah, that's I drink true. It. Whiskey's too heavy. For yeah, me. like, like I, I will get wasted. How do you even taste just whiskey without taking a shot of it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Okay, in college, there was this game on soccer recruitment. Oh, just so you guys know, Jordan and I played (laughs) soccer in college. And this is when I was still in high school. And this was the game we were playing. I'm not going to throw our college out there um, because this was definitely in the dorms. But we were playing Power Hour. Yeah. And that's, you know, you take a shot of beer every minute minute for for an an hour. hour. I don't think I got to, like, 21. Yeah. no, I don't even remember what but I got like, to. But like we used to play that as like the pregame before we went exactly. To the bar. No, like, that I didn't even like... make it out to like the town that yeah. night. And they were like, "You didn't even get to see a party." I'm like, "This wasn't the party." <laughs> and they were like, "No, we were we went to the baseball house. No, like we... we left you here in the dorm." And I was just like, "Listen, like we I... would play that. I, me and and Sarah, we yes, would play that Sarah, all the time. We do that as our. And we, by the way, guys, we don't have a drinking problem. It was just college." But we, I mean, we would play that. That's how you get that ready. Was like to go out to the bar when we were underage because we couldn't drink at the bar. We had a CD. Yeah. Like that yes. just played a song yeah, for a minute. Sarah has an app on her phone. Like she made a playlist. And like <laughs> m- for my engagement party a few years ago, we tried to play it. And um, one of the guys that used to do it all the time threw up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't make it past like 32. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. My husband didn't make it. I think Sarah was the only one that could. Of course, make it. Sarah made it. I know. <laughs> but our ooh. little traveler. We have a friend. She's in New Zealand. Yes, like um, she will never be a Kiwi. She is always a native Coloradoan. Um, but she is living her life right now out in New Zealand. Yeah, I'm so so if you listen to this, we love you, Sarah. Uh, be adventurous. Uh, I like looking at your pictures and shit. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad you're happy with I'm life. I'm so proud of her. So, yeah. So um, It's got to be like the strangest thing in the world to like, first of all, pack up pretty much everything you own, not knowing when exactly you're going to come and back. And not even everything you own, like just packing enough for you to carry over on a flight. Right. Well, because like, like some of it she put in storage, the others, like she sold her car uh-huh. and then just like going to a country where you don't know anyone. Right. You don't, yeah. You have a certain amount of money, yeah. like that you have already. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to find a job, you got to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, is like Sarah's probably the one person that I think can go to any country yeah. and make it work. Yeah. So, uh, good luck to you, Sarah. We love you. Hope you're listening. Um, yeah, I like love you, right? <laughs> Sarah I like when she, on her Sarah was party. <laughs> Sarah was my uh, college roommate mm-hmm. and one of my first recruits when mm-hmm. I was like a upperclassmen she came yeah. in as a freshman so and then i lived with her for the last two years that we were in school um in our little shitty house on <laughs> right yeah, i think all houses house. in Lisburg were shitty yeah. houses well like the thing is is i lived in a house that looked like it was like two feet big but it was like the biggest fucking house yeah. had six bedrooms yeah. but like don't get me wrong it was still shit yeah i paid 175 a month for the room you never knew kind of who your roommates were. <laughs> yeah, like the rent for our whole, it was a two-bedroom, two-bathroom house, and the entire rent was like $500. And I'm like, that's like... I always tell Sean, <laughs> like I always tell anyone, like if I, like maybe I shouldn't tell people, maybe I shouldn't say this right now, but I always said like if I had to like run away and hide from cops... For whatever reason, or hide from <laughs> Sean or anyone, I'm going to Lindsberg. Yeah. One, because I know I'll be able to afford that, even if I get a job at McDonald's. <laughs> yes. And two, they do have a nice school system. So. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, sure. They compared into uh, Kansas education, Lindsberg's school systems scores and stuff are actually pretty good, good. abstinence only education which true is, that but i i will definitely teach my kids that on my own so yeah you can't rely on someone else no they're not doing it no and you got to do it so soon now like yeah there's so much shit we could talk about yeah. with that like you have to do this if little girls are getting pregnant at 13 you got to do this when they well, are it's in the movies i mean there's that it's mtv and you could but you can say as much shit as you want but <laughs> mtv like i think that's a really good learning tool i yeah. mean they had um pregnancy like rate has Drew. gone down it has gone down like yeah, you Dr. can't Drew say talks to these girls and calls them out on their bullshit he's like, like, uh, like uh, that? <laughs> he's like uh well sometimes you're kind of bitchy yeah. to your mom um yeah so see like i could tell um if you guys don't know we like teen mom um. I just like trash TV in general. Like yeah. the Kardashians, I'm with it. I watch E! News. Like I hear some shit's going to pop off. I'm going to watch that episode. Yeah. Uh, the fucking three Kardashians. What? Right I know. How, How did we, we not talk about, talk this? about this? Like, <laughs> and I remember I remember when Kim was like crying every day because she couldn't have a baby. Yeah. Or she wasn't. And Chloe was too. And now. And listen, I kind of feel their pain. Like that's kind of fucking shitty. Dude. Right? I mean, like it's kind of shitty. I was like, that is shitty. I don't know. I, listen, my one thing was always like, you can say whatever you want to say about the Kardashians, but you're they don't fan. have any baby daddies. Yeah. Like, 
they don't. Even though Scott was a baby daddy, he wasn't yeah, they a were baby together daddy for like twelve years. I mean, that's not a baby like they daddy. weren't married, but yeah. they were living. They were obviously cohabited along before right. the kids even yeah. came. Um, is that the right way? Cohabited, leave, yeah, mm, cohabited, whatever. I don't know, but fucking leave it to Kylie to ruin that, dude. She ruins know? everything, even though she's know. making a lot of money and whatnot. Like, I think she's like after Kim, she's the richest one. No, I think she's gonna surpass Kim. Yeah, like that. I, I really think I read a a thing like not including Kanye's net worth, mm-hmm. just Kim's. Uh, Kylie's gonna surpass her mm-hmm. in like 2018 for being the richest fucking Kardashian, I mean, and she's the youngest. But you know what? You know what? I really was thinking, like this baby, like the baby's gonna look like the old Kylie, like and not even look like the new how mm-hmm. the new Kylie mm-hmm. looks. So I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I'm. Yeah. But now that we know, like, Black China and all that shit is fake, mm-hmm. Chloe's body's fake, Kylie's body's fake. I don't believe them at all. Even if they're posting workout shit, I don't believe it anymore. Yeah. Chloe, I really had faith in you. But now no, that I know. No, I was watching something. She was posting a photo with her. The only one that's real is Courtney, and she's been open about a boob job. Um,. She had some picture posted where she was, like, in her workout stuff, and she was, like, showing her tummy and her belly button, and her belly button is, like, Twisted. fucking tiny. It's That's a itty new belly bitty button. Bitty. It's, like, the size of, like, my little fingernail. You know what I mean? And someone was like, hey, that right there, that's how you know she's had a tummy tuck, yeah. because they fix the belly button and make it smaller. And oh, I was yeah. Like, oh, like- Oh, yeah, they give you Ew. a whole new belly button. You're like, you yeah. don't even get to keep your old belly button. But also, like, I was listening to another podcast the other day about a girl who had gotten a mastectomy and got her breasts totally removed because she had the gene or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, this does have a point of promise. But she was <laughs> saying, I don't have nipples right now because I can't decide on a nipple. And she was like, you can choose, like, literally any fucking type of nipple and they can make it for you. Which makes me think Rob Kardashian was just being a little shit. Because yeah. if Black China, Like, why would she, she pick would, a she big old nipple? Yeah. She like, could have fucking changed. Guess what changed her nipples? Breastfeeding. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll you know tell I mean? you that. Don't make me pull my nipple out, Jordan. <laughs> like, don't make me. But and you know I'll what show I mean? you. Like, breastfeeding fucking Even my left nipple is more different than my right nipple because Kobe uses my favorite. left. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not weird. Like, I still got cool ass nipples. Like, I mean, I. But you're, I mean, weird. your body changes. But yes. Like, I read, yes. like, your nipples get darker, and I'm like, yes. that's what he was bitching And you know about. why they get darker? You know why? I asked the doctor this. I was like, what? And they're like, so the baby can see it as better as a target. Oh. Like, babies. That's kind of creepy. Well, like, just think they can't really see for a while, like, right after. But if they see, like, a darker thing that I guess. No, but like. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, because I'm just like, my baby could find that shit in, like, pitch black darkness. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to get it. Like, she could find it. So I think it's a smell more than, like, a darkness. But, Hmm. um,. Yeah, okay, so uh, a lot of shit has yeah, been going on. we need to talk about it. In the world. Um, I'm not Again, I'm sorry if you guys can hear my dogs. My husband's not home, so oh. they're just free-balling it upstairs. But <laughs> whatever. Anyways, there's been a lot of shit that's been going on. So much, and it's been very disappointing. Um, it's been exciting. It's been exciting in a way to see movement if you're on one side. It's also been disappointing on that side, but it's also been people who oppose it disappointing to them. They think the flag's getting disrespected, and it, it's just been a lot, I think, nationally, disappointment. Here's here's my thing. Like, I have a problem with it because I was, I was super down with this whole taking a knee during the national anthem movement. I was with it. Like, 
Absolutely. Um, I, I support was so it. proud of, like, I'm a Chiefs fan. I was so proud of Marcus Peters week one. Oh, yeah. When he took a knee, like. Last year. Even. I, like, didn't cried. he cried. I don't know. I don't remember. He if did. I think he did a fist last yeah. year. Yeah. But he was just straight taking a knee this time. And I was like, yes, I'm so proud of you. And then um, 45 said something before week three, was it? Mm-hmm. And then a shit ton of people started taking the knee. So pretty and much like, four four five came out and was literally um, called them pieces of shit. Or he son, said, son of "I bitches. wish those owners would pretty much take charge of their team. And any time a player like disrespected the national anthem, uh, uh, Quote, they would fire them. Or those those sons of bitches should lose their job. Mm-hmm. And then he gets back into his like apprentice shit, and he you see his fucking." eagle come out in this video where he's just like you're fired and then he goes you're fired and gets real excited like a fucking loser like you could tell he was back on his apprentice days and i mean like god when i saw him get like all jived up from that i was like he literally just called americans who donate to communities who build freaking fields sons who, of bitches yeah like sons of bitches and no matter like, what no matter if you agree with them on kneeling and whatnot that's not what that about he yeah. called straight up american citizens sons of bitches and if you think that any president can speak like that man we're going to have some issues. We probably won't ever yeah. see eye to eye on anything. But I don't think that's what pissed me off. He called American citizens, not athletes, American citizens, right. sons of bitches. I just wish they would have done that before he said it. Oh, I know. Because now it's, well, you're only doing that because Trump said it. I, I don't know. I it, You know, it's it's not about the troops. Everyone says the troops. And I put it in quote. I'm like, what fucking troops are you talking about? <laughs> um, the troops. Everyone says it's it's bad for the troops and it's disrespecting. And um, do you know why the kneeling came about in yeah. the first place? Yeah. So I kind of looked it up. I was talking to my husband last night. So Colin Kaepernick, when he started the movement, he didn't kneel. He just sat he down sat. during the anthem. And he no one sat, even noticed. He put his head down. And when people started to take notice... His teammate, I think it was, pulled him aside one time and was like, hey, man, like, I'm with it. I'm with you. I understand why you're doing this. However, I think it might garnish you more respect if you take a knee instead of sit down. Um, And the reason they chose taking a knee is because if you've ever played sports, if someone gets injured on the field, what you do is you take a knee to show respect that you're acknowledging that there's an injured person and that we need to take care of. Mm -hmm. So and I think actually like that conversation happened with the veteran after yeah, the you know, teammate brought right. it up yes, to I him right. and then that like because Colin is a sound mind person mm-hmm. he was like you know what you're right I'm going to talk with someone who actually has experience mm-hmm. in this and you know and he was a veteran and that's what the conclusion sorry um okay. that's what Do the you conclusion hear my animals right now like your phone <laughs> vibrating is a problem that's what the conclusion came to. He was like, okay, I talked with this veteran and out of respect for mm-hmm. military because there was never any disrespect. But it's really beautiful when you think about it. I mean, it comes down to the meaning of there's an injured person there's on the a, field. It, like, there's there's a he hurt feels, community of people yes, in this country that yes. we need to respect and acknowledge. It's acknowledging that there's this body of people who feel misrepresented, misheard, um, and disrespected yes, every day. Yes. Um, and I, I think even if you don't agree with the movement, I think you owe it to your fellow American to listen. I think that's the nicest thing. And I think I always get drawn into this and I always try to think of like, okay, what can I say to honestly like make them 
understand. Mm-hmm. And and it's not necessarily like someone who supports Black Lives Matter, someone who's married to someone who's black. Right. I have black children. This is something that's so big to people, especially if they are a minority or yeah. a person of color. It, it's huge. And the thing that I want to stress the most is even if you don't understand it, even if it's never happened to you, you've never saw it, you've never been a part of it, don't deny it. As Americans, um, we would never tell a rape victim to stop complaining um, of, of something that's happened to her. Let's make it. Let's take it even further because I think we have said that. Yeah, a, right. a family of a murder victim, we would never say. Stop we would complaining. never say. Yeah. stop grieving for your kids. Exactly. Stop. Stop wanting justice. Yep. Even if it was a kidnap victim, yep. we would say never, don't stop. Ser- we would never tell them to stop searching. Your cause is unjust. Right. You have I mean, no Matthew point. Shepard's family, you know, the kid that got beaten up in, in Wyoming and Laramie. We don't say to his family, get over it. Get over it. You like, know? I don't understand that. That's what we are saying to these like these communities, right. these groups, these people who have been saying mm-hmm. not just in the last year, man, and not in the last two years. This has been going forever. on forever. Mm-hmm. The, the, there wouldn't be groups and activist groups to call on if this wasn't already an issue. Mm-hmm. It's just we have half America wanting to see it and we have half America denying it. And I feel, and I, I think know, it's I so like... unfortunate for both sides because yeah. it, 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 it's going to cause a division in in america i feel sometimes too i feel like a little bit um out of place i guess in the conversation because i want to say certain things i want to stand up for um not i mean it's not just about black people at this point but i want to like explain and and i feel like there's only so much i can say so like even on sean like sean's been really great about saying stuff and he's always very articulate and he's very deliberate in his words you Mm -hmm. know so that you really understand um, and he was saying something on Facebook the other day and I commented something and God, this guy went off with some, some white guy. I, I don't know who he is. He was Sean's friend. So oh, yeah, you know, it's not my know. business. I know who, um, who you, but I was like, there's so many other things I want to say, but I feel like his response would be, well, you're white. Like how the fuck do you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I think that though, right there, like, I think that, um, that should never stop you. And I think a point of yeah. what we were talking about today is uncomfortable, like feeling yes. uncomfortable is what kind of needs yeah. to happen. So even if you were feeling uncomfortable going in on all this right. information, because it's factual, you know, like some may be opinion based, but like, yeah. no, like this is what affirmative action did. This is what like yeah. it's facts. Don't so we, ever be. I mean, we say uh, that all the time. Yeah, if you're like, feeling uncomfortable. You're doing something. Yes, right. yes. Yeah. So like, even you, like, even if you're like, well, I'm not black. Like that. I think. I think that's one of the most important things is yeah. that people need to feel uncomfortable to really, to really understand someone, be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can't really empathize with anyone if you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you're not even trying to sympathize. If you can't even sympathize, you definitely can't empathize. Right. Like, you can't. Yeah. And that's what that's something I think we need to focus on. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I, I mean, I have this, like... <sighs> my dogs are playing. I'm so sorry. I have this, like, fear of, like... Saying something, not saying something wrong because I can always say, oh, you know, my bad, like, sorry, but saying something hurtful or, um, unintentionally, like, yes, yeah. unintentionally hurtful or like inadvertently, like even kind of racist. Like 
I'm white person. I grew up in an affluent white community. Mm-hmm. Very much so. There was no diversity to be spoken of. I think um, in Missouri, there's like three counties that are blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like out of the entire Seriously. state. Yeah. Um, it was a small town. People had Confederate flags on their trucks. That was normal. And like, there's still some things sometimes that I stop and think, how did I say that? Or how did I think that? Or like, wait, that's not right. You know what I mean? Like no, just I these know things exactly that I've been conditioned feel. to feel mm-hmm. and learn and speak like and um, that I have to like condition myself out of. Yeah. And it's really a learning process. And I it's mean, a hard thing. Like I think when you tackle issues like this, whether it's inside your home, out on social media, whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's going to bring a lot of those feelings. Yeah. And understanding them is what the hard part is. Yeah. And I don't think you're alone with that. Right. I'm married to a black man and I broke down in the car the other day before four or five insulted them. So before it was before really catching whole, on yeah. like mad fire mm-hmm. last year, I said something to Sean that I thought after I said it sounded bad, mm-hmm. but if you like, because Sean knows me and knows my intentions. And I mean, if you really think about it, it's not bad, but what I said, and, and I still felt this way um, mm-hmm. this year, and this is why I broke down, but I was just like, no, like, Every black person in the NFL needs to be kneeling. And Sean's like, they got livelihoods. Like, some don't have education. Some don't graduate. Like, you can't just do that. You can't do that at your job, your boss. And I'm like, no. Some issues are more important to fighting for. Don't tell me a check's more important than your son coming home carrying iced tea and a bag of Skittles. Like, don't tell me they have a platform. They have somewhere to do it. Sean and I went to a basketball game last year, and we were around my whole family, who is obviously some Trump supporters who Mm -hmm. are just whatever. Um, He wanted to kneel, and I was like, just get up. And he Mm -hmm. felt like I didn't support him right Mm -hmm. there. I didn't not support him for the cause. I was like, you are the only black person in this entire gymnasium. We are in um, Colorado Springs, which just had some racial slurs in the Air Force Academy Mm -hmm. happen. I was like, please, like I have our newborn baby. That's why I did it. Well, I was talking to Jimmy, like we were talking about trying to go to a Broncos game. Like, and I was like, I... (laughs) I feel like as an athlete, yes, it would be very difficult to kneel, but almost as a fan, like I was like, I don't want to stand up for that either, but you're in such close quarters. You you're going to get assaulted. Like, yes. yes, some crazy assholes out there to and do like, it. Yeah, I and that's what Sean told me. I want to do it, but like, that's, also like at, at the expense of what? Yeah, that's what Sean said. He's like, because Sean and I have gotten into some fights, like. You know, we, we've been into some arguments because I didn't feel like he stood up enough for himself when mm-hmm. someone degraded him on the color of his skin. Where I was like, dude, like, how dare you let him say that? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll fight him for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no. And he's like, no, no, calm down. I'm the only one. That brings up that thing I was talking to you like, earlier. So, like, me and Delicia watched the show This Is Us, and I just started binge watching it. And there's this It's a great moment. show. It's great a great show. show. There's this moment in season one where um, Randall, Randall's a black man, a very well-educated, well-spoken, smart, rich black educated, man. yes. Um, yeah. And he, his father, who um, is ad- abandoned he's him, adopted. and he's, he's, yeah, his, his biological father who abandoned him and was a drug addict came to stay with him. 
and someone called the cops on his father because they looked like he was lawyering because his clothes and stuff were ratty. And Randall is, like, talking to the security guard. He's like, hey, sorry, like, you know, thank you for doing that. And Randall's dad gets pissed at him because he's like, why the fuck are you apologizing? Like, they shouldn't have called the cops. Like, I, I have wasn't right doing to be nothing. Here. Yeah. And Randall goes off and he's like, do you think like, do you think because I just apologized to them that I'm not used to doing it, that I'm not used to seeing the security guard shift so he can look at me or that the, I, the cashier is going to check my ID because with my I do card. what I can so that I'm not pissed off every second of every day because it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And it like I literally I tried to film it and put it on Facebook because it reminded me of Sean That's so much. How he it is doesn't so matter bad. like these people are saying, "Oh, these thugs, blah blah blah." It doesn't fucking matter how you dress. It's not about the dress. It's mm-hmm. not about how you speak. It's not about how educated you are. It is plainly about the color of your skin. No and matter that, what like, my husband does. Yes, so no sad, matter what know? my husband does, who is more educated than me, who is our, our, oh, our main provider. This man has us in a half a million dollar home. He is a great man and he is not even 30 and he's worried about what he's accomplished. And he's accomplished more than some people ever will yeah. in his life. And you know what? He's a great father. Mm-hmm. And that's one stereotype that black people get in. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. People, no matter what, will only see Sean as far as they can see his color. Yeah. And he's a better man than me, you guys. He's a better man than most, I think. He is. And I'm not saying he's perfect. He has his faults. We have our faults as a couple. But this man should never be judged because of his skin color. And I see it. I feel it. I see the way people look at him. He shouldn't be driving this BMW. Why is this yeah. black man in this suit? Like, you know, and the thing is, he Ugly never black man. I and, and hate that, that. Yeah. like that. But the thing is, is like Sean works out. He cares about his body. He runs and stuff like that. And the thing is, he either gets looked at as a thug or the only other thing he could possibly be in Boulder County, Lafayette, Colorado as an athlete somewhere. Yeah. Um, he's not going to ever be looked as an engineer, a doctor, a firefighter. He's going to either, um, a black man driving a nice car is either a drug dealer or an athlete. And it's so unfortunate. And that's why this is so important to us. Um, we and have, I, we just yeah, want to reiterate, like, like when someone thinks Sean's an athlete, that's not a compliment. Like no. it's um, Sean likes it because he's like in he shape. Feels like he looks fly. <laughs> yes, but it's a it's yeah. a it's a not but a. Those compliment. are the only two, two options in this, for yeah. a well dressed, educated black man are athlete or drug dealer. Yeah, there's no in between there. And that, yeah. and it's really sad, and and it makes it even harder. Uh, you know, like you were talking, your husband's turning 30. Mm-hmm. He probably kind of has some, you know, fears like, oh, I'm 30. I'm old. Da, da. We, You know, we were talking mm-hmm. earlier. Like Sean's fears are like, I am 30 years old. My parents are dealing with this like racism all over again. Um, how how old am I going to be when it ever stops? Right. And that's why he's scared of 30. He feels like he needs to do something for his race, not yeah. even for his family. not Because he already does enough for us, but he feels like he's not accomplished by something. And mm-hmm. the sad thing was, is I was driving uh, the other day. I just dropped Jalen off. 
And this stuff, I'm telling you, consumes our life. Mm-hmm. You know, especially where we live, predominantly white. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't look like we belong, but we make just as much money as the next door neighbor. Well, Colorado is well known for being like a purple state. Like it's either like very blue or very, or very red. red. But yeah. it's it's a mix of both, yeah. and it's and you who never knows going to win. Yeah. Like especially, yeah. you never know if it's going to be a blue or a red. Sometimes mm-hmm. with every election. Um, but I was driving and. I don't know if you guys can sympathize, empathize, anything with me right now, but my daughter's five years old, and I was thinking, like, oh, gosh, like, I don't even know how I got it, but I pictured her on a soccer field, Mm -hmm. and I pictured her when the anthem played, kneeling, and I pictured how proud Sean and I would feel, but how disappointed that my daughter who's five if she had to Mm. kneel at 17 or 18 i thought that and it's such a real reality man if sean's parents dealt with this if his (laughs) if his grandparents dealt with it like that's a real fear and i would be so proud that i i raised a young daughter sound mind compassionate who would do that and who would know that it would make her dad and mom especially her dad so proud but, but I would to still have to do that. Mm-hmm. I think would just be so sad at, at the same time. Where that's how we feel now. We have friends. I have family members who post this stuff, and I'm like, is it because Sean's a, a, a quote unquote good one that you like him? Because yeah. it doesn't seem like you care about any other black lives. Oh. Is it just because mine's a, a good one? Right. Um, I, I bet you if Sean. And I didn't get married, and he was a father from a, a like afar. Like mm-hmm. he lived in Oklahoma. Still, I moved here. He was just kind of seeing him when he couldn't. I bet you, my family, um, some of them would would think completely different of him. I think a lot of people probably would think yeah. completely different of him. Yeah, um, it's just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's just really sad that those are the two things that I've been dealing with the most mm-hmm. lately, and my husband obviously dealing with Mm -hmm. them but we're losing a lot of friends like this really is dividing people you really are seeing people's true colors and sometimes um what it is no matter what no matter what it is whether it be the distraction of the national anthem Mm -hmm. or the flag or the protesting of the Mm -hmm. athletes um we're we're missing the point of what it was about and what it was Mm -hmm. is about social injustice for an entire community Mm -hmm. like an entire community of americans Mm -hmm. like not just like i don't know like i always see these things and i think your husband was the one like i'll see a cnn post and jimmy will comment on it and when your friends comment on it, yep. you see their comments first. And he, God, I fucking love him. I fucking love him. But he, like, he just says some stuff, and I just lost what my I was saying. My favorite one is like anytime ESPN posts something about Jameis Winston, my husband always comments, "Still a rapist." Yeah, like every <laughs> time. Him. I'm like, like yes. every time he does that. And I just want to sidebar what for he two did, seconds uh-huh. um, because we do need to acknowledge this. This national anthem protest has been going on a very long time, for mm-hmm. years. Um, but the fact that 45 got involved was nothing but a distraction from yes. what's going on in Puerto Rico right now. Um, 
those Completely. people have nothing. They don't know what's going on. There's he no even said they There's can't no get help water. until they're out of debt. He's like, fucking he's, lying he's... to you. Mark Cuban already got his jet in there. Uh, Ricky Martin is part of Pitbull. With Pitbull, Pitbull yes. got Jennifer cancer Lopez. patients out of there to mm-hmm. fly him to America. Yeah. Their country, because fucking Puerto Rico's fucking America. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. And mm-hmm. and he flew these ca- like cancer patients. Like, yeah. I think Trump literally said, it's hard to get there because there's, there's a lot of water. There's a great deal of water. It's big a ocean. Yes, a big, big ocean. ocean. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, ah. Like, uh, so, like, yes, we're talking about this because it needs to be talked about. We've been meaning to have this episode for a while, but don't be distracted. Um, his involvement was nothing more than a distraction. Yeah, because he's not, he dropped the ball on Puerto Rico. Yeah. And it will be shown, it will be known, yeah. and these people, these celebrities, mm-hmm. these athletes who are doing tremendous things for all these victims mm-hmm. of these storms, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, thank posted, you, you son of a bitches. I posted thank a you. link on our Facebook page, the Thick Thighs, Thick Patients podcast page. Um, it's Ricky Martin's GoFundMe page. Um, as of last night, they'd already raised like 1.5 million. Yeah, dude. Um, but that's a great place to donate directly. Um, he's... Literally using it to purchase supplies, putting it on his in his friend's jets and flying it down there. Yeah. Um, the simplest way you could get it, yeah. F the Red Cross. They ain't doing shit with their money. I've seen the mills that they did in Texas. I've seen them in Florida. Um, I feel very ashamed that that's... Well, the Red Cross is not... It's not not-for-profit. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing is that you have to find a not-for-profit. People that's that are volunteering their time. Volunteering their time and not getting paid for doing this. So, look into... We, you know what? That's what yeah. we'll make sure we'll do. Uh, uh, great sidebar, like, side note. <laughs> uh, we will find a whole bunch of... Legit. Legit, local, non-profit. Yeah. Um, we will do our best to find you the best resources that anyone could... Um, uh, donate to that mm-hmm. are, is going to actually help people mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, for, they have for starters, nothing. Ricky you guys, Martin is a good. Yeah, that's a great link. I looked at it. Um, and if you need more explanation, like he offers a really great explanation um, on that GoFundMe page of what exactly the money is going to, how much of the money, how much he donated, how much Leonardo DiCaprio has donated. Um, so, okay, yeah. did you know Leonardo DiCaprio's like been trying to save the planet yep. since like 1995? Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. He's, He's given like man. 80 million dollars to mm-hmm. different organizations. Like, yeah, I. It, He's a great man. Motherfucker, better get an Oscar. I know he got one again. He better get a few more for what he's doing. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like he's, he's such wonderful. a great person. Yeah. Like those people deserve all the shine in the world, yeah. and they don't even ask for it. Right? I've ne- you barely hear about the shit mm-hmm. he's doing. Yeah. Um, but back to what we were talking about. Uh, what did Jimmy comment on Facebook on a post? About- it, it it was like this dumb post that a few of my family members posted. Like we the people. Do not da 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 da. And he literally like commented, I like how you fucking say we the people. Well, you didn't say fucking, I say that. I like how you say we the people. Like, I agree with this bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, right? Like, this sounds like it's like coming from someone. And it turns out that this, like, this literally thing was posted by the fucking fire chief who said, I got a list of Mm -hmm. no good N words. Well, and I was and like, this motherfucker Mike didn't Tomlin just... Tomlin an N-word? Like, absolutely not. Yeah, and Mike Tomlin is... He's still he's like... Not that it's okay to say that to anyone, too, but Mike Tomlin's a great man, too. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's done, done so much for, for a city that's not even his. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's what I don't get. Yeah. And and, and that that guy, the police chief or fire chief, I forget which one he, what he fire was. Chief, I fire chief. Fucker. Like, 
He does that shit for your city. Your city, the taxpayers that pay your salary, he does that shit for your city. And it's like, how dare you? And the fact that you are such an ignorant piece of shit, where you actually call yourself out saying you have a list, a list of no good N-words. No good. I'm sorry. Like, are we back in the fucking 20s? You no good. Like, like, who talks like that, you piece of shit person? I'm glad you got fired. I'm glad people this. The the one thing I'm glad that four or five's done is he's he's fucking shined a light on some of these shitty people. Do they deserve it? No. But I call them out now. I tag him and shit. I say, you sound shitty. You sound bitter. You sound ignorant because that's all it is. Come out. Listen, like, like, I think I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but we've talked about it before. Like, I've said the quiet racist is more of a threat than the loudmouth yappity yap racist because they're the ones that are going to deny you the interview for the job and rationalize it in their head somehow. Mm -hmm. Or they're the ones rationalizing why Mike Brown got pulled over or Philando Castile. They're the ones or, rash- or they're getting the ones, them off. You know they're the mean? ones who say minorities have a better shot at education. Fuck. Can I just talk about that for a second? Because that was something on your husband's page that yeah. pissed me the fuck off. The fact that affirmative action even exists to show you that there's a problem. That there's a race problem. I know I'm like yelling. I'm pissed off. But like, listen, guys, if we have to make a law that says you can't be a racist bigot. It means there's racist mm. bigots, that it's a mm. problem, right? Right, Jordan. I mean, like, uh, and by the way, uh, the way that he worded that, like, oh, Asians are the Asians are minorities, too, you fucktard. Right. Like, Asians are affected by affirmative active, affirmative action positively, if anything else. Like, if affirmative action lets a black person into a college over a white person, it's not because... Well, they're black. They have privilege. It's because their test scores were more than likely equal. Equal. Right? Right. And um, that college lets in way too fucking many white people. Right? Like, go to any campus that's not HBCU. Go to it. Exactly. Go to it and see. The guy with a traditionally, quote unquote, black name, they see it on his application, would get thrown out unless affirmative action existed. Existed. And that's what it's for. It's for people to get um, a chance. Well, an equal, just a level opportunity. And that's the thing. That's the thing I don't get about this. And this is one thing I really want to stress. If someone has a issue with this, if someone has a comment, please inbox me. I am Delicia, D-E-L-I-C-I-A Johnson. I will post on that page. You'll see my picture inbox me why is it that when minorities have an opportunity to become not even better just fucking equal a level playing field you feel like some sort of privilege or something is being taken away from you it's because when why like i don't know who said it maybe it was lyndon b johnson and he was a piece of shit in his own right but he said something to the effect of when privilege gets taken away, it feels a lot like oppression. And so these people like myself who have um, taken advantage of the system or who have gotten benefits without knowing that they're receiving benefits suddenly are getting these stripped from them. And for some people that feels like, well, we're being oppressed. There's a war on Christianity. You know what I mean? Because suddenly we're creating this level playing ground. It's not because now you're this being oppressed. It's for because other people. these people 
are no longer being oppressed. And they have the same chances. Yes. You. And now you feel equal. Yeah. So you feel like something's really, being taken away. I should away. look it up who said that. But I really think it was Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, but no, it's a but, pretty yeah. well-known, I mean, yeah. quote from him. But it's, it's just, I mean, it's important. I never, I never get, I don't understand it. I don't, I really don't get it. Um, there's a lot of things that's been happening since uh, 4 or 5 even started his campaign that have been very disappointing. Um, definitely caused me like some confusion with understanding people and how they react. And, and the thing is, is and how they do everything in their God almighty power yeah. to deny something or to not see something or, well, you know what? Black lives don't matter. All lives matter. Like you want to fucking tell Susan G. Coleman, shut up, bitch, with the pink breast cancer stuff. Because all, all cancer yeah. matters. All right. You wouldn't do that. You would never do that. You would never. Listen, do I've that. always been the kind of person like I try to be very rational, um, especially when I'm um, <laughs> critiquing someone Other people. Um, and especially when it's a politician, because I think I would never have that job. So I try to think. You know, you can't disagree with someone on every fucking thing. You can't agree with someone on every fucking thing. You shouldn't. If you do, you're brainwashed. It's a problem. I tell, I tell Sean that all the time. Yeah, like, like I disagree. You always just want to fight. No, I'm not going to fucking no. disagree with you. No, no that's like, not going to happen. Obama, like, I loved him. I loved, like, 90% of the things he did, but he did not take a harsh enough stance against global warming as he should have he should have done a lot more things to prevent it to ensure the safety of our planet he should not have approved offshore deep shore drilling that's besides the point um but there wasn't you didn't agree with everything exactly with 45 i just i can't find something he said that i can feel good agreeing with because either it's clearly that he has ulterior motives or, or there's bullshit. like an underlying tone of sexism or racism or classism. And I can't. That's what I think it is with a lot of things yeah, I can't relate to. I, I just, I, I, I'm really trying, guys. I'm really trying. But even um, last night I saw something that um, a Howard Stern interview got leaked that he was in Mar-a-Lago dancing and watched some 80-year-old man, man fall off A white man. And he fucking said, gross. Get Ew, him away disgusting. from me. Didn't fucking help him. Disgusting. Didn't call for help or anything. And he said not, like, only him. Like, all these mm-hmm. people just kind of watched this. And then he was like, and his wife was like, oh, my God, is he alive? Like, mm-hmm. I, I was just so disgusted with the way he yeah, fucking spoke. I just. But I don't think we'll ever get past that. No. I, I don't know. We'll I never be with okay it. with it. We'll never be able to relate with him. Like he, but the thing is, is like, I don't see how someone with no education, whatever, from the backwoods of Virginia, wherever, related to him either. I don't know how they ever thought that he was going to care about their medical rights. Listen, I'm just going to straight call it what it is, okay? Um, it's, it's closet racism. It's what I was talking about. It's a fleeting thought in your head that you're better than someone else because of the color of their skin. That even the lowest, nastiest, rudest, most terrible white man is better than a brown, black, or yellow-skinned no person what. just based on the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. It's this human innate want and need to climb a social ladder and feel better than someone. And we have this old, antiquated social structure that some people are just not willing to give up. Yeah. And they latched onto that because here we had, again, this quote-unquote uppity black man in office for eight years, and they were saying, I mean, they felt 
oppressed again because their rights were getting equal to that's why people else's. say trump won is because yeah. there was a black man in office before yeah. him and they weren't gonna let anything like that happen again and speaking of to anyone listening to this podcast i urge you very much to look into mr martin o'malley because i think he would be a phenomenal candidate coming in office in 2016 so guys just look start into it looking i'm sorry. already <laughs> i'm like start looking already he ran guys. he ran um he ran this past election but you know between hillary and bernie they you know, already had so much support and so many numbers and so he kind of his voice got drowned a little bit but he said some really great amazing things and um i'll look into we it too. really need people like that like we mm-hmm. really need white people to speak up because who said it? Greg? No, it was it Popovich from the Spurs. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was. He was like, "Nah, if we're not doing it now, like it's time for white people. It's time for because listen, we've we've taught black people in this country that they can say as much as they want, but they're still not important. Oh yeah. So your life does not matter this, if you get killed in exactly. this country. In order for this, you will not get to justice. Mean anything, in order for those lives to have meaning. Not that they didn't have meaning, that's not what I meant, but in order for this movement to like really take off and snowball and become something bigger than itself, white people have to speak up. Yeah, like, that's why you. we talk about it so much. Um, because it's it. not going to get done on the backs of black men alone. Because you clearly don't value their voice, like, ever. Um, so mm-hmm. the voices of the that get valued in this country are from... Um, white people yeah. like we need you on board with this yeah. and it, it is something you can do if you can't rationalize it i don't think there's ever changing you but if you can see that there's a need for um your voice speak up i I, that- I commend you for already thinking that way mm-hmm. if you want um if you need help talk to jordan and i but please feel uncomfortable this is what this is about this is what we're conversations are going to get met this is where solutions can get seen can even even start to even happen if there is no lines of communication we will forever be entangled by this web of social media news fake news this and that if you don't have your own lines of communication opened up ready to reach out hey look if this is you if you feel like you were on this side and you kind of agreed like oh the flag's messed up talk to someone talk to someone who does support it Mm -hmm. sit down talk with someone who's black open up yourself open up visit another community if you're a religious person try going to a church that's more diverse i'm not saying you need to go to a black church and you need to start singing in the gospel like the choir but expand your own community if mm-hmm. you feel if you are a person who feels more uncomfortable about these situations really uncomfortable where you're like i don't want to piss off my family if i think this way yeah. i don't want this one expand your own community but i think like and here's what i've started trying to do because like i said like you have to uncondition yourself from all these things you're learned and so something i've been trying to do that um has been kind of helping me just realize like how people see the world is like when you um, describe someone in a book or whatever, uh, just describe someone what they look like, white is always the assumed race unless it's stated differently. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I try to say, oh, a white guy with brown hair. Like, I try to distinguish race no matter what fucking race they are. Mm-hmm. Um, just to... 
but you I know, know what? Like, let's be honest. Really, even if you describe someone like that, if mm-hmm. your mindset is like white is the superior race, you're gonna think it. Like, I'm sorry, Jesus was described Jesus as a was tan- brown as fuck, dude. Was described as a tan skinned man with coarse hair. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you tell me a Ryan Seacrest who has some coarse <laughs> hair, okay? Uh I'm just I'm just being frank here. Like, you need to take that out of it. A man is a man. An American is an American. A woman is a woman. There's no need. Um, Sean and I were talking, like, we had two Kristens at the work, and there was a black Kristen, and then there was Kristen. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There Mm -hmm. was two Kristens, but there was a black Kristen, and then there was a Kristen. uh, Let's explain why that's wrong. Like, because the black Kristen is the one that's, quote-unquote, different. She's not different. She's a black Kristen. Do you see what it, like, just look at the words right there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, her name, her mother named her Kristen. She is also, a human. <laughs> I'm going to say this, too. And please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. African-American bugs the fuck out of me. Just I like just call people black. Like Sean is at this point pretty much just as much African as I am. Like yeah. he's not fucking African. He's just an American. Like I, I, I I'm not. That. A, you don't call me Italian-American. I get that. But but what you need to understand um, is. Black people never wanted to be called African Americans. Yeah. Um, it was other people, white people, mm-hmm. um, who put these Asian American. No one calls Conor McGregor Irish American. Exactly. Like no one does it. You do that to black people or you do that to Mexican people. You do it to someone because you want to class them. You want to say you're not quite American American. See, yeah. And I think that's that's what's fucked up. I'm just going to call Sean black. Exactly. Like you think. Yeah. Like that's the thing. And and some people who and I talked to a few who who like being called African American and and they're like, that's the only tie I got back to where I sure, okay. came from. And 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 I get it. And, and they're like, and you know what? It's just another thing that makes, and this is what she said. She's like, it makes white people uncomfortable. So that's why I like it. Okay. And I was just like, she's like, I'm tired of making them decide what they want to call me. No, don't call me black. Don't call me colored. You will call me what I want to be called. And And I was like, you know, I feel you. Like. I like I like to know that I'm Mexican American, mm-hmm. but I am definitely wholeheartedly a Mexi- uh, American. I've never right. been to Mexico, whatever. But I do like for myself, for my kids and stuff to know that that's what I am. But I'm definitely American first, right? But it's kind of hard because Mexican I I is who think, I am. I just think that, like, like when it comes to the African American black issue, I just feel like. The reason white people are so uncomfortable saying the word black is because there's a negative connotation attached to that. So, like, let's fucking get rid of it. There's nothing wrong with being black. There's nothing wrong with being white or yellow or brown or whatever color your skin is. Just use it as the best descriptor. Yeah, like, (laughs) he's a black man. That's not a bad thing to say about somebody. So why would you feel, if in your head you know that's not a bad thing to say, why would you feel uncomfortable calling someone black? Because some people don't think in their head that it is. Some people use it as that. Some kids. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've never. Some, like, I, we've had Jalen, you know, like I said, she's going to be six years old. Like, someone already came up to her and said, why don't your parents match? Mm. You know what I mean? And it, mm-hmm. and it has, not, you know, nothing really behind it yet. But, like, just saying it already, like, they're seeing the sin, skin difference and whatnot. Like, I don't think a lot of black people, are, like I just said, Did black you people. call that kid mom? No. 
I would have. No, because I think it was more of an observation as opposed to something. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. it was an actual visual observation. We were both there, actually, mm-hmm. together. Um, mm-hmm. And they just saw, like, I'm not black. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it was. I don't think there was any racialness behind it. Oh, they just said, good. like. It was just, like, innocent curiosity. Curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like, your dad's darker than your mom. Well, that's but a you great never opportunity, know. though. Yeah. You like, know? You just never know with stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I think that's what we need to realize is these these sons of bees who are protesting are, are American citizens, first and foremost. And that's what we need to get behind. We need to support our other citizens. And if there's a whole goddamn community out there, guys, who are saying they're feeling this way, they've had felt this way, there's organizations and programs, hey, maybe we could do our best to join on, get on, research understand it yes let it go this had nothing to do with it and if we want to get real specific when the anthem was made and that flag was sewn by betsy ross and whoever the bitch was that wrote that song black people were still considered property so let that sink in let you notice but make sure make sure you know that this was never about the flag never about the anthem no disrespect Colin started kneeling in respect of troops. Mm. Let the facts be known for what it is. I will value your opinion if you choose to stand and honor your country in whichever way you do. That's fine, but yeah. please, but please just value the opinion of others of choosing to. It's why it was so nice to see some of the guys standing and had their hand on the shoulder or yes. raised their fist or locked like, arms. There was this like, one guy who he's Mexican. He's always got looked at as Mexican. He's never going to be nothing Mexican. His literally his neighbors just called the cops on him. Like the J cool song um, saying like must be selling drugs. Well, motherfucker, maybe I am. He's not, he owns his own business, but he's a freaking supporter of this. And he's like, da da da. Look at, look at the other teams. They all knelt or they all extended. The Broncos look div- div- divided. divided. No, you know what? They're like probably the more understanding of it. Like, cool. You know what? You want to nail? You think that's happening? You're on my team. I'm going to support you. I'm going to still stand for this. Cause this, what's it means to me, yeah. but I'm not going to deny what you're doing like if you like that's what i think it is it's like you want to use the the fucking fakeness of the anthem and the flag and and twist it into what this is about Mm -hmm. but you just want to deny what these people are protesting and what they Mm -hmm. are is the injustice in this fucking country Mm -hmm. which we all know it exists you know it does if you want to deny it don't even write me and hit up because I'm not going to have conversations. Well, have you seen the shit like saying, saying racism now, like, still exists? We stand for the anthem and we kneel for the cross. I find so many problems with that. Like I don't even so want to get on problems. that because um, that's just a whole nother thing about but, bringing religion into this. And yeah. it's like you people, and I will say you people in this sense, you people who are like doing that just but stop. It's important to say religion does not equate patriotism. No. Let's say it again. There's a separation of church and state in this country for, for a fucking a goddamn reason. Sorry, not God. everyone's a Christian. Like, and we don't. I, uh, there's, you don't have you to don't be ha- religion to have patriotism. Or you, to be a good citizen. Or to be a good or person. Or a good American. You like, don't need religion for morals. You can teach morals without a Ten Commandment 
ever but you listen, could do that. You like, also should be able to stand up and say, there's a problem here. That's what our country is supposed to be based on, diplomacy. Our founding fathers fucking left England because they didn't want to fucking pay their taxes. Yeah. Like, let's break it down to brass tax here. They didn't want to pay money. protest is not in our blood. The fact that Boston we have people... Boston Tea Party, exactly, like, hello. The fact that we have people peacefully protesting not writing not looting not yeah, fucking doing whatever so you fucking complain about me. all the time i think it's just beautiful and i and think like, it's beautiful if you can support that protest whether you agree with how they're doing it or not mm-hmm. because you support a fellow american yeah. i'm just saying this the anthem was propaganda put into the fucking nfl it wasn't there for a cool minute mm-hmm. when some shit was going on they needed some patriotism they put it in there all right I just want to say one thing quickly. We can end after this. Nothing says, and this is sarcasm. I hope you get it. Nothing says freedom like fucking forced patriotism. I just want you to know or the that. amount of people we have locked up in prison in this yeah, country for like, drugs. That's nothing bullshit. says freedom like that. If you force your fucking we people We can just to, go off on a million tangents yeah, here. Like, but, but listen up, Jordan. Give them the 411 on our pages because <laughs> I'm hot. Um, Twitter, TTTP, TTP. Um, Google, nope, not Google, Gmail, excuse mm-hmm. me, thick thighs podcast at gmail.com. Um, Facebook page, thick thighs podcast. Um, find us, message us. We like to hear from you guys, um, especially our like regular listeners. I see your comments, I appreciate them. Thank you oh for my listening. God, someone every posted weekend. on my Facebook page for my birthday. Um, happy birthday, keep making a difference. And I like fucking cried, you guys. Like Dude, that was like the best, the best feeling best that thing you I've get. ever heard. Yeah. Um, if, if this is all that we feel that we do, this helps us. This helps us de-stress. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband's having a hard time with this right now. Mm-hmm. It, whether it's because whether it's because our husbands are turning thirty or they're just tired of what's going on in the world, my husband's just having a hard time with this. So if you want to give us any love, shout-outs, anything, we would appreciate that. But notice, like we do see you, we see our viewers. We can't see exactly who listens, but we see the numbers. They're going up. But we ask know questions, though, too. Yeah. Like, like, Delicia was saying, like, if you have questions, like, Delicia has this really good perspective um, where she has mixed children and a black husband, and she herself is Mexican, and she has, you have this really unique worldview that a lot of people don't have Thank the opportunity you. to see. So, like, message us. Like, and say, as, as hardcore as I sound, as whatever I say, like... I am probably one of the most understanding people ever. You really are. Ever. You're better than I I will am. listen to you. I will let you say what you need to say. And I will really try to see your perspective. So please, guys, interact with us. I promise one day we're going to do a live little thing of I know this. I we need to. So you can see mm-hmm. our faces. So we can interact a little more with comments right then and there. It's not right now. Um, I look like dog and shit. And we'll, like, and we'll, <laughs> me too, dude. And we'll make sure that we actually post in advance so you yeah. can be like, ooh, I got to turn it in this time so yeah. I can comment live so um we do appreciate you you loyal listeners i love you um shout out to overseas shout out to wherever you're at australia uh china shout out over there right london 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 sorry i always think of the perky song when we hear london my london 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 sorry all right we love you guys this is thick thighs happy birthday to my husband yeah happy birthday jimmy happy birthday thank you guys for tuning all right, this we'll is Thick Thighs, Thin Patience. I'm Delicia. I'm Jordan. And we'll see you. Bye. Bye.